0: Forced Migration Review, Issue 56, October 2017 Extra-Regional Refugee Resettlement in South America The Palestinian Experience by Marcia Vera Espinoza South American countries have been increasingly opening their doors to resettle extra-regional refugees. One of the most visible initiatives was the resettlement of Palestinian refugees in Chile and Brazil during 2007 and 2008. The humanitarian resettlement program for extra-regional refugees built on the Solidarity resettlement program that emerged from the 2004 Mexico Declaration and Plan of Action. The Solidarity Resettlement Program was designed for refugees in need of protection within the region, and the later Humanitarian Resettlement Program reflected a desire to extend the scope of this South-South cooperation and to enhance the role of the region in international refugee response and protection. Chile and Brazil received more than 100 Palestinian refugees each who had been living in protracted situations in refugee camps on the border between Iraq and Syria, and in the Jordanian desert. Although the number was small in comparison with the intake of traditional resettlement countries, the program raised great interest and significant funding, and triggered the establishment of a network of civil society organizations, local municipalities, and private actors that supported the initiative. Research undertaken between 2012 and 2014 explored the refugees' experiences of integration in both countries. End note 1. Here, I focus on the experience of Palestinian refugees in order to reflect on what worked and what might be improved in extra-regional resettlement. Managing Expectations One of the main dimensions affecting the Palestinians' resettlement experience in both countries was the tension that developed between refugees and the organizations involved in resettlement as a result of what they identified as unfulfilled expectations. End note two: Expectations were created by refugees and by the resettlement organizations alike. Common expectations among Palestinian refugees in both countries related to having their immediate needs covered socioeconomic stability, the learning and use of a new language, better access to naturalization, and opportunities for family reunification. Expectations were created from the moment they received resettlement information, whether they were in their first country of asylum or in their refugee camp at the time. In Brazil, more than seventy thousand more than seventy percent of Palestinian refugees surveyed stated that the country did not meet their expectations, while in Chile over fifty percent of refugees had similar perceptions. Quote They told me, look, there in Brazil you're going to study Portuguese, and you will find a house and you will have a job and everything. And nothing was accomplished, end quote. Mahfoud from Brazil. End note three. Quote, Here is different from what I thought it would be. I thought that in this country I would have a good situation and that I could live fine, that you could work and have everything. But when we arrived, finding a job was difficult and we worked so much for very little money. End quote. Rahal, Chile. Nasira, a Palestinian refugee in Brazil, stressed that if the resettlement organizations had provided accurate information from the beginning, the refugees could have made a more informed decision. The interview missions, which were visits by officials from the country offering resettlement, and the information provided at the refugee camp or at the first country of asylum are clearly pivotal in this. In the case of Palestinians who came to Brazil, there was no mission and it was left to UNHCR staff in Jordan to provide the information. In the case of Chile, a mission with government officials, UNHCR, and the implementing NGO's representatives went to the El Thonif camp, but they did not have translators who knew both the language and the Chilean context, so accurate explanations and descriptions proved difficult. Both countries have since improved their communication with refugees who are considering resettlement by translating some key documents into different languages and by providing written information about the program for use during the missions. In 2014, UNHCR and its implementing partners in Brazil published a booklet for refugees in Brazil. Note 4. This includes sections in Portuguese, English, French, Spanish, and Arabic, providing basic information about the rights and obligations of refugees, how to obtain or renew documentation, how to apply for permanent residence, where to find answers to specific questions, and a list of useful contacts, including the contact details of all organizations involved in refugee reception. Chile had created a similar booklet with practical information about the country for Colombian refugees. Both countries also held group events with refugees in order to evaluate the program. Through interviews, it became clear that those administering the resettlement programs in both countries also developed a set of expectations based on the understanding of self-sufficiency as refugees' capacity to reach economic stability and independence, whereas the refugees viewed self-sufficiency as a combination of economic autonomy and agency over their own resettlement process. When refugees complained or raised the issue of unfulfilled promises, some members of the organizations involved referred to them as ungrateful, and as having a refugee mentality, from years of having been assisted. Belonging here and there Another cross-cutting theme emerging from interviews with Palestinian refugees was that their sense of belonging was divided between two locations – First instance, participants emphasized how language was a key dimension affecting their integration experience. The acquisition of Spanish or Portuguese in the host country represented the first form of membership sought by most of the resettled refugees. At the same time, Palestinian refugees highlighted that use of their language of origin was important in order to preserve their identity and as an element of intimacy within the home or where communities got together. It was also important in maintaining relationships with family members and friends displaced elsewhere. It is very important to speak Arabic inside the house, so the children don't lose it. We talk to our children about the Qur'an and what it says. We also teach them about our language, and they learn little by little. What I want is that my children understand their religion and language. Zuhair, Chile In the country of resettlement, learning the local language served different purposes. For some refugees, learning the language allowed them to make friends and build relationships, while for others, language was necessary for finding jobs, accessing services, and avoiding marginalization. Refugees criticized how the language classes were delivered, the poor quality of the material, and the lack of a methodology specific to the refugees' needs. Naturalization and Access to Rights In both countries, refugees' experiences of integration were framed by the legal status that resettled refugees received upon arrival. According to most of them, the immediate regularization of their status allowed them and their children to access health and education, primary and secondary, like any other citizen in Chile and Brazil. However, refugees also spoke of those rights which they could not access because of their temporary status or because their situation was not known to local service providers. Some of these restrictions included access to pensions, housing and higher education subsidies. Lack of access was particularly acute in Brazil. In Chile, refugee status granted to resettled individuals and their families guarantees permanent residence. In Brazil, however, refugees are granted a two-year temporary visa, which can then be renewed for another two years, before they are eligible to apply for permanent residence. Despite the initial difficulties, both countries have since made improvements in these areas. For instance, Chile has enabled all Palestinian refugees to obtain housing subsidies without requiring five years of permanent residence. In Brazil, Meanwhile, a recent decision of the federal Supreme Court states that foreigners are eligible to receive the state pension even without naturalization. The question of naturalization, as a form of identity and to allow mobility, affects Palestinian refugees in particular. According to Palestinian refugees in both countries, naturalization was one of the promises made when they received the author of resettlement. Quote, for me, it is a dream to have a nationality, because now I am 50 years old, and I have been a refugee all my life. I don't have a recognized nationality, no passport. It is very difficult. Hafid, Chile In Chile, Palestinian refugees, with the, support of some, with the support of some politicians and civil society, demanded that the government support their request for naturalization. By June 2015, 65 adult Palestinians had obtained Chilean passports, and by a year later, 45 children and adolescents had received naturalization. Children born in Chile are automatically recognized as nationals. Brazil, meanwhile, has been less supportive of providing naturalization, with only one family in the process of obtaining naturalization when interviewed back in 2014. Until recently, refugees could apply for naturalization after four years of permanent residency in Brazil. That is, after a total of eight years when temporary residence is taken into account. Conclusion There are clearly recommendations to draw from the above. Better information provided in their own language of origin for refugees considering resettlement improved language teaching provision in the countries offering resettlement, and a greater appreciation of the importance of legal rights such as access to naturalization. Exploring refugees' experiences enables the limitations of the program and the refugees' desire for greater agency to be better understood and recognized in order to enable further policy development. South America, and indeed the whole of the Latin America and Caribbean region, is committed to demonstrating solidarity with international humanitarian crises through the implementation of resettlement, as stated in the Brazil Declaration and Plan of Action. End note 6. The understanding of the experiences of extra-regional resettlement is key to success in this endeavor. While Chile is getting ready to receive 60 Syrian refugees from Lebanon at the end of 2017, Brazil is discussing how to move forward with their own resettlement program to support unaccompanied children affected by the Syrian conflict. This program will complement the humanitarian visas that Brazil has been granting to Syrian refugees since 2013. Argentina has also implemented humanitarian visas for Syrian refugees since 2014 and is now developing a private sponsorship resettlement program. Uruguay was the first country to resettle Syrian refugees, facing several challenges during its implementation. End note 7. The extra-regional efforts of the sub-region are now mainly placed in supporting Syrian refugees. Learning from previous resettlement experiences, like the one of Palestinian refugees in Chile and Brazil, can contribute to the better planning and implementation of resettlement. Marcia Vera Espinosa, at sheffield.ac.uk, Postdoctoral Research Associate, Prospects for International Migration Governance Project. Department of Politics, University of Sheffield, Http colon slash slash notes. Endnotes. note 1. This comprised 80 interviews, including with refugees, government officers, UNHCR, and implementing agencies. 86 surveys and participant observation. The research was supported by CONICYT and fieldwork grants from RGS, IBG, Slosson Award, SLAS, and SIID. End note 2. I explore these ideas further in a chapter of an upcoming book on resettlement, Vera Espinosa M. Forthcoming 2018, The Politics of Resettlement, Expectations, and Unfulfilled Promises in Chile and Brazil in Garnier A. Lira Jubilet L. and Berktura Sandvik K. Editors of Refugee Resettlement, Power, Politics, and Humanitarian Governments. New York, Bergen Books. End Note 3. The names of all refugees interviewed have been changed. EndNote 4 ACNUR 2014 Cartila para Refugiados no Brasil HTTP colon slash slash bit.ly slash A-C-N-U-R dash C-A-R-T-I-L-H-A dash Brazil English Booklet for Asylum Seekers in Brazil Same URL EndNote 5 C. Mullen C. 2012, Ungrateful Subjects, Refugees, Protest, and the Logic of Gratitude. in Niers P. and Riegel K., Editors of Citizenship, Migration, Activism, and the Politics of Movement. Pages 54-72. to Endnote 6. www.acnur.org slash t3 slash fil. EADMIN slash documentos slash bdl slash 2014 slash 9865 dot pdf. End note 7. See article in this issue by Raquel Rodriguez-Camejo. FMR is an open access publication.